0: everybody this is ricky grove and you're listening to the podcast and now for something completely machinima i'm here with my pal damien hi damien hi ricky and tracy harwood hello tracy hello how are you and phil rice who's back with us thank you so much for being here phil yeah thank you Okay, uh, this is our second podcast of the month of October, the the Halloween month of October, and this is our news podcast. So I am going to jump right into it. Um, although it's not machinima, it's three uh, D, but I think it's important to talk about this film. It's Phil Tippett's Mad God trailer. Now, Phil Tippett was a uh, an effects and uh, coordinator for movies like uh, Jurassic Jurassic Park, RoboCop two, and for twenty years. He's been working on this uh, homegrown project, um, He uh, using uh, crews of volunteers to help him. He'd work on the weekends, and he'd get 15 or 20 people coming around. It's all stop motion. And he got aid from a Kickstarter donation uh, to create uh, uh, the first three sections, which makes up about half of the film. Uh, he released some uh, uh, Mad uh, from behind-the-scenes footage on YouTube. You can watch the trailer on YouTube. We'll sure put the link in. And Mad God is now on the festival circuit. The complete film. It's a feature-length film, and it's pretty crazy. It's pretty wild. Did any of you guys happen to watch the trailer at all? No, I didn't. Absolutely. I did.
1: I did. I watched it uh, just prior to our recording, Ricky. It, it is. It reminds me of artist formerly known as M. Strange. Uh, with, you know, significantly more budget going on, for sure. It's got that same sort of uh, weirdness uh, and and very bizarre visuals and amazing.
0: Yeah, soundtrack, music, everything is handcrafted. Uh, it's really lovely. Did you get to see it at
2: all, Damien? Uh, no, I haven't. I keep meaning to. And you just mentioned that he's been working on this for 20 years and released the first the trailer and behind the scenes on YouTube. When he started making this, YouTube didn't exist. He had no way to distribute it to people (laughs) like that. That's true. It's strange to think how much things have changed from when he started it to now when he's finished it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one of the cool things about stop motion is that stop motion can capture weirdness really well. I mean, some of the weirdest films ever made, the Quay Brothers, I don't know whether you guys have ever seen films by the Quay Brothers, but uh, they're these twins, and they've just they they were filming one film that was used a lot of dust on the set and they actually had to hold their breath while they were filming <laughs> certain parts of it because if they breathed it moved the dust oh wow so they had to hold their breath while they're filming and then they turn their heads around and get. Uh, so part of the process of the weirdness of making the stop motion film comes out in the making of the film itself. And this mad God is just absolutely brilliant. I can't wait to see the whole thing.
1: You know, Phil Tippett. Um, he, he by the time this podcast is released, he will have just turned 70 years old. Wow. You don't see many independent stop motion you know, it feels like a you know a younger man's game, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's been at this a long time. His his resume of stuff he's worked on is is quite incredible.
0: Yeah, mm. and I love the fact that it it is so bizarre compared to the mainstream conventional films that he's worked on. Yes. it shows you that people's imaginations, even though they work on these films, are much richer than what you might expect. All right, moving on to, we have some major updates to Nightmare Puppeteer. We've been uh, beating the drum of Nightmare Puppeteer by MNot M. Strange uh, over the years, or over this the last several months. And I had a Zoom call with him, and um, one of the users suggested that he use uh, motion capture in it. And he loved the idea. So two days later, he had it done. <laughs> I can't believe the coding. In the game, he uses the Kinect 2, which has become quite a cult uh, a method to uh, do a motion capture, and I tested it out for an article I did, which I'll link to, and it works perfectly. Wow. Uh, I bought a Kinect 2 off of uh, eBay for uh, $40, bucks, uh, $10 for a, a connector to fit the, the Xbox connector to a USB, put it in, pulled up. A nightmare puppeteer and immediately started doing motion capture. This, this really advances the capabilities of the uh, game for machinima because um, and some of the small scenes that I've been working on, it's been hard to approximate realistic um, animation with the animation that he's provided because it's so strange and wild and it's keyboard based. So it's puppet based. This time you can do combinations of both uh, using motion capture. And I I did about a five-minute uh, video uh, that you can see um, uh, that shows you how it worked out again. Um, so that's an excellent update. In the conversation, we also talked about uh, the possibility of people bringing in their own scenes, which he's working on right now. Um, it's a little more complicated coding-wise because there's several different ways to bring a scene in, but eventually he wants, wants it to be able to... You can build a scene in Blender. You can buy a scene in DAZ Studio. You can buy a scene in Unreal. You can buy a scene at Unity and import it into the game as a scene wow. for you. Now, he hasn't been able to get it done. As I said, the, the coding is somewhat complex, but what he what we did talk about was a variety of new scenes. And he's put six new scenes in. One scene that I requested, which I was really happy to get, which I think you guys will laugh at, it's dirty public restroom. scene. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved it. And we've got a dirty public restroom to do all sorts of scenes. Just think of the dramatic possibilities, Phil. I mean, after doing oh, but you can move right into this. <laughs> so,
1: I've, I've made... I've made precisely the number of restroom-themed movies that I'm going to make, I think.
3: <laughs>
2: so you're okay. not going to make a sequel in, yeah. in, uh, now with this no, new thing.
3: No, I think but Bill's he's, right. He's done it. He's been, I guess so. But
2: it. I just thought you're so good with
0: restrooms, I thought maybe you might. Well, thank
1: you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I anyway, uh, he's got that, and he's got uh, – a deserted warehouse. He's got all sorts of interesting things and working on the way to bring him in. He also released a fantastic, and I mean, fantastic feature length uh, film using nightmare puppeteer, which combines live action. And it's called nightmare puppeteer, uh, uh, a documentary hmm. and uh, it's live action. He commissioned some guys to do footage of San Jose, which is apparently turned into quite a, awful place uh, in many respects, and he combines this live action with these um, um, sort of story segments in Nightmare Puppeteer. One of the main characters in the, in the Nightmare Puppeteer section is a drug dealer who becomes a megastar, and his, because he's a megastar, a young boy decides to take drugs and he overdoses. And the mother of the child uh, becomes quite a celebrity and turns her celebrity into her Hollywood ticket <laughs> T- to make money off of her dead child. And it, it, as usual, his humor is very, very black, but it's just marvelous. So if, if you guys get a chance to uh, check out Nightmare Puppeteer Documentary, it's on M. Dot Strange or his Imagination Rabbit uh, 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 YouTube channel. I just loved it. And you know, when, it, when I sat down and it's a full length film and I went, oh, I don't think I want to watch a full length film. Uh, you know, it's a machine. And uh, we talked about this last time, 45 minutes later, I woke up and I went, Oh my God, I've been watching this for 45 minutes. It's great. It's really good. So if you guys get a chance to watch it, uh, he also is right in the middle of releasing his new feature length film uh, created inside of a combination of cinema 4d and, um, a Daz Studio, believe it or not, called M- M-Doll. That's coming out in October. He's released a couple of trailers to it. Uh, it's not machinima, but uh, he's such a great filmmaker, and he's such an interesting person. And he's and finally, and uh, to sum up all this, he has started uh, a new channel to talk with his uh, people that like him and collaborators on a, a site called telegram.com. It's similar to Discord. Although it's primarily chat, and the cool thing about it is, you can leave that chat open for twenty-four hours. You can leave it open all the time and just check back in when you want to respond. And the last time I saw, there were about thirty people on it, and they and some people were sharing problems they were having. Other people were talking about uh, ideas that they had for films and stuff. It's a really nice place. You can get the invitation from Imagination Rabbit Video. Uh, it's free. Uh, There are no commercials or anything. So that's Telegram. We'll put a link on it. But I have to say, I've been working with Nightmare Puppeteer for seven weeks now, and I'm really, really liking that. I've done a series of introductions to uh, uh, crappy horror films that I've uh, put on my YouTube channel called The World Beyond. And uh, in the afternoon when I was a kid on Saturday, there was always a, a horror film or science fiction at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. And Ar- growing up in Arizona, called the World Beyond. So I decided to go ahead and uh, post some of these uh, public domain films. But I wanted to do the sort of horror host introduction. So I'm using Nightmare Puppeteer to do the introductions. And they're oh, little, cool. t- they're two two minute pieces, but they're lots of fun. I really like doing it. I'll put a link to them in there. Speaking of games, we've got a ton of indie game action going on. I came across a site called Free Game Planet, which is a source for indie games, all of which are free. Uh, A lot of those games have machinima potential, and you won't find the crap ones uh, that I'm going to mention. They're all really interesting. I I discovered a game there called A Dinner with an Owl, which is a sort of 8-bit thing, which really has machinima potential. It's very strange. And it's a guy who shows up to work uh, on legal issues with a person who's turned into an owl and all of the his wife and his butler, they won't acknowledge the fact that he's turned into an owl. So this guy is just freaking out. It's a Kafka situation and it's just marvelous. Just marvelous. Um, so check out Free Game Planet. Also, there's a really interesting thing called Core Games uh, which was the source of an article called The Future of Game Making video by Grant Abbott it's a free platform to create games and sell them via tips or in-app purchases. You get 50% of the price of the sale. You, the downside is you can't import content, but they have a lot of kit bashing in it, and it's very robust. There's a lot of machinima possibilities here, possibly even for making some money. That's Core Games. We'll put a link to it there. Um, Diablo 2 Resurrected is opening on the... Uh, Going on on the 23rd, I had a chance to play the beta over the weekend about two weeks ago. And, of course, the graphics are modern graphics, so they're absolutely gorgeous. I think um, the company that Blizzard subcontracted was Vivacious Games, I think it is. And they really wanted to make sure that the gameplay was identical, but the look has changed. So they've gotten away from the Victoria's Secret look for all of the... Uh, female characters in the game, and they're making them much more realistic and much more authentic characters. They also, uh, so it looks beautiful, and the effects are great. But one cool thing is that they're, you can zoom in closer than you could in the old game, which makes for machinima potential. Now, you can't control the, um, it's almost like working in Red Dead Redemption, like you were, were talking about earlier, Bill. You can't control them, so you have to do sort of improvisation. But the possibility for machinima, especially comic machinima, I think, in the new Di- Diablo 2 Resurrected is there. I plan on doing something in it. I'm not sure what, but we'll see. But that's coming out on the 23rd.
1: Have they, Ricky, have they gotten any backlash from uh, from teenage boys at, at the fact that... Uh... They've gotten rid of the Victoria's Secret-looking characters at the same time that they've instituted greater Zoom possibilities?
0: <laughs> no, you, uh, uh, you, you, you you bring a good point there, Phil. I, the real problem overshadowing Blizzard is this terrible employee uh, PR that oh, they've yeah. gotten about mistreatment employees. In fact, the uh, head of the Vivacious Games came out and says, I'll just leave it, leave it up to you as to whether you want to buy the game or not. That's a pretty sad, <laughs> sad statement, you know, when the guy can't even promote his own game. But I don't think that's going to really hold people back. The The response that I've seen has been tremendous. And um, I think in this new age where anything bad happens that's related to knee-jerk issues uh, are not going to bring this, this really great game and this beautiful new version of it down. I don't think so. Good. And then I'm uh, close, getting close to the end of my spiel. Blender 3.0, which is a mega-improved release, is coming out on December 1st. Now, why is this important to Machinima filmmakers? Well, those of you who use iClone, Unity, or Unreal, uh, the new Blender 3.0 will feature near-direct import from Blender to the specified app, which means if you're going to do modding, you're going to be able to go from Blender directly into these new machinima capabilities. Now, a lot of people have uh, who don't know what's been going on with Blender don't realize that Blender in the last two years has had explosive uh, growth and improvement. Yes. The, gra- the graphic user interface has been completely des- redesigned to fit a more modern and easier-to-use interface. So you don't have any of that, what the hell is this that I'm looking at, um, uh, shock, it's easy to use. By the end of the day, after an hour or two of tutorials, you'll be designing and creating your own scenes, your own props, even your characters. There's kit bashing. Uh, if you don't know what kit bashing is, it's a collection of content that you put together. Like, uh, say, uh, remember uh, when you, if you worked with model cars, you get all the parts to the model car and you put it together? Well, that's where the kit bashing is. So in Blender, you can get a free kit bash or a, uh, buy a cheap kit bash and build your own space station, build your own robot, build your own Western town all in 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Wow. And there are tons and tons of videos on it. And 3.0 is going to be the step up in terms of rendering, real-time rendering. Um, you're going to have some node-based stuff in it. Uh, a- animation has gotten a big improvement. It's a major upgrade. And uh, just just so you know that... It's completely open source. Many major studios have adopted Blender as part of their workflow simply because they have access to the SDK and they can change the code to fit their needs for their studio. And many of them have jumped on the uh, to be patrons of Blender. Adobe just recently jumped on to be a uh, major sponsor and a patron for Blender. So Blender is going places. If you've ever thought about getting involved in Blender, Now's the time to do it. and December 1st is the best time to do it. That's finally my uh, last of my news. Uh, Omniverse. We've been talking about Omniverse Machinima and Omniverse in general. They released a five tips video and many more updates, especially to audio to face. Now, I have to say, I have to report that I still don't think the Omniverse Machinima platform is ready for prime time yet. It's in beta, so obviously they, they're not saying this is an A-level application for filmmakers, but it's still overly complex and cumbersome and slow if you don't have a high-end machine uh, or a really good uh, uh, internet connection. But they're, they, they're not giving up. NVIDIA is working hard on it. They're making updates. They're cleaning things up. And I think eventually they're going to hit a sweet spot. And it's going to become much easier, especially using audio to face, um, which is really a great way to do facial animation and lip sync. Uh, It's the best I've seen. And all of this is free. Uh, You can sign up for the beta and get all the updates. As I say, they've been updating it regularly. But it's not quite there for uh, Machinima filmmakers yet. We'll stay on top of this and report the developments as they come. Well, that's my news. Uh, Tracy, I think you've got a little something that you wanted to share with us.
3: Well, yes, just building on your um, Omniverse um, story there. This is a a contest, actually, which um, folks might be quite interested in. This is um, NVIDIA's Blast from the Past Design a Retro Scene in the New Omniverse Design Contest. Um, So what they're asking for here is for any builds and designs from the past, such as a, a living room, or a bedroom, or a college dorm, or any other area, if you like, um, where they're saying the the submission can be big or small, meaning you can create an entire room, or assemble just a, a close-up of a, of a floor or a desk, something that's inspired your passion for gaming or computer graphics is what they're asking for. Um, so you must use Omniverse to, to design it. Um, and it must be in a retro style. And by retro, they mean, <laughs> this, this made me laugh, 80s, 90s, or 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> That's retro? That's what they're saying. <laughs> wow. uh, oh my well, God. What That's I me getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh as well. Um, so that gives you a flavor of it, really. So it's not really targeting our age group, I think. Um, they're collaborating with Turbo Squid. Um, and they have some pre-made assets that you can use, uh, and you can only use a limited number of those in the build. Um, but you can use any three D software or workflow or connector to assemble the retro scene. Um, but you must create the final render in Omniverse Create, mm. and they're going to they're going to judge it using various criteria, including the use of Omniverse Create, um, the quality of the final render, and and the originality of it and prizes seem pretty good actually so um there are three main prizes nvidia rtx a6000 a geforce rtx uh, 3090 and a geforce rtx 3080 gpu deadline is october the 26th so as this goes out you still have a a couple of weeks to um submit so get creating
2: yep Damien,
3: you
0: have
2: You have some news for us. Um, Yeah, there's two things I want to talk about. Uh, First one, uh, last month we talked about how uh, Quake's just been remastered. It's the 25th anniversary of the game. And um, I pointed out that I wondered if it would be possible to import the old demo files so you could replay all those old Machinima projects that were recorded actually in Quake rather than as a video file but you get the more enhanced graphics. And sadly, I've it's discovered that um, they've disabled the demo feature in the remaster, oh. which is really frustrating. And I went online to see if I, if I was getting it wrong, uh, but no, it looks like they've done that. I couldn't find an explanation for why they've removed it. Yeah, that's I just thought it would have been decision. in there because it just seems to be the whole game as it is with enhanced visuals. So I don't know no. why that's gone. But um, there's a
3: Discord server. You know, you should post something in the. Um... John Romero Discord server area. See what he's got to say about it. Yeah, right. throw a fit.
2: Well, I don't want to end that because it's quite a, a downer there because I think we were excited for the possibilities there. So, um, at the weekend that we're recording, it's the Age of Empires 4 uh, beta, open beta test that they've been rolling out. And I've been playing a bit of that. And it's, Vicky, um, as you said with the Diablo, you can zoom in and it's all really detailed. You can even feel Blaze of Grass in the blowing in the wind and all that kind of stuff so when the game is released at the end of october it's not going to have mod tools but they are going to be releasing mod tools uh in the near future i believe early next year so i'm wondering what the machinima potential for this game is going to be because you can build these castles it's, it's a very creative game where you can you know build your town and all the walls and have big armies and all kinds of stuff like that and there should be a map editor so you can create your whatever environment you want. In the, the copy I've been had access to, there's of grass um, environments and there's snow and desert. So you've got a wide variety of locations there. And I imagine nice. there's even more in the final game. Um, so it might be worth keeping an eye on that. I don't know what machine of potential it's going to have, but I think it's worth looking at because um, you never know. And th- the effects in all the battles look really good. Like you've got um, characters with guns. You see little smoke coming out of them as they're firing and arrows as they're firing got flames on them. And it looks really good. So I think there's potential there. We just have to find out what it is when the game is okay. released.
0: Stay on that story and we'll report on, um, uh, as it progresses.
2: You also had some news, some festival news for us, didn't you, Damien? Um, yeah, last month I mentioned, uh, two contests, uh, the Star Wars fan film contest and there's the iClone lip sync contest now, they just closed, uh, so we've kind of got the judging period going on at the moment. So I don't know who's won. But um, next month, when I come back to this, hopefully we'll be able to announce who the winners are. Uh, so good luck to everyone who has submitted. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to, to watch that. You.
0: Maybe we can talk about that a little bit uh, with the winners and and give mm-hmm. our uh, two cents on the uh, lip syncing. Yeah. All right, well, that's our news today. Thank you very much for listening. As always, you can uh, contact us uh, from uh, 700 different ways, but primarily through the uh, completelymachinima.com website. Uh, You'll see several uh, um, ways to uh, talk to us. We've gotten some feedback uh, recently. Phil reported on it in our previous podcast. Thank you very much for that. We hope you hear more. If you're a filmmaker or somebody in the news and we've made a mistake, Please contact us and let us know what's going on. Um, That's it for our news. Thank you, guys. Uh, We'll see you uh, next week. Bye for now. Bye.
1: Sounds good.